3: Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com
4: App Store or the Google Play Store today.
5: Mobilizing your marketing efforts, welcome to Mobile Presence. presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today.
6: Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Welcome to Mobile Presence presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari with Assurance Advertising and I'm joined with Kim
1: Dushinsky from Mobile Marketing Profits.
6: And today, we actually have a special guest for you, uh, Dylan Blathurst, and he is the uh, CEO of Rummager, uh, which we actually talked about, uh, what was it, Kim, five, six, seven episodes ago? Right, yeah. To the fray. Um, (laughs) But before we get to that, just want to thank you all for liking our Facebook page, and if you haven't done so yet, uh, head over there. It's facebook.com slash mobilepresence. Uh, So, again, uh, thanks for being on the show, Dylan. Yeah, Uh, no
7: problem. Thanks for having me.
6: It was uh, actually a pleasure seeing you at the Vegas Annex of South by Southwest this week.
7: Um, Did you have a good time at the show? I did. I thought it was a really cool show. Very different from the uh, South by Southwest in Austin, but uh, still really, really fun and uh, good talks. Did you go to Austin last year? Yeah, I've been the last couple of years actually.
6: And when you go, you go during the interactive week, or do you kind of uh, go half and half and try and make it to the music stuff as well?
7: Yeah, I've always wanted to make it to the music, um, the music part of it, because uh, there's a lot of bands that I like that go down there. But mm-hmm. um, I've only ever made it to the interactive portion.
6: Yeah, and that's kind of what what uh, made a big difference, I think, in in this new. Incarnation because uh, it really was just three days. You know uh, what was it like two thousand, three thousand people. Yeah, uh, and so it wasn't quite overwhelming. It didn't really feel like you were missing out on too much. Although they uh, they had mentor sessions with all sorts of professionals and executives, and um, those were booked unbelievably fast, which yeah. I. Didn't. <laughs>
1: Well, I guess for the those of us who weren't able to go, I'd love to hear some takeaways that you got from, from the three days.
7: Yeah, so um, for me, like it was all about the, the panels. I thought that they brought in some really interesting people, um, people from Techstars to do uh, Should Your Company Be an Accelerator panel? Um, some of my friends from the Vegas Tech Fund here in town did a panel on um, like... Um, startup visas and the, and the kind of legislation that's going on. And, and there's just like these panels of people that would, they'd really get into deep conversations about like the topic that they were talking about. So I really enjoyed sitting in on those panels and then there's, um, long Q and a sessions for each one. And so you could really just kind of ask them a lot of questions and then more conversation would kind of spur off of that. So for me, those were the, those were the best part of the conference.
6: Yeah. I really mm-hmm. liked panels as well. Um, and and the one theme from keynotes to you know because they, they even had these I'm not I'm not sure if they do this in Austin but they had these little uh, 2020 uh, sessions where I mean it was just quick you know you go in 20 minutes they talk about what they're going to talk about you get a little quest you know Q and A out of the way um, and and seemed like an overarching theme uh, whether it was Tony Hsieh's, uh keynote or uh, you know uh, some of the other folks. It was Mm -hmm. failure and how Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be scared of failure and how you should almost embrace it, wait for it, um, expect failure to happen, um, Mm -hmm. and that what you should do is you should use it as a learning experience. Um, Lauren Bush, who um, created the Feed Bags, she was yesterday's keynote, and um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but she's – George W.'s niece, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and you know she's you know started this amazing company where they're actually a for-profit company, but they give most of their profits away uh, to help feed uh, you know children you know, all over the world. I mean, really, really amazing company. Um, yeah. And one of the questions the moderator asked her was, "So you know you've had all the success, you know your bags are in Whole Foods, Target." Just did a, a whole run with your um, things, and you know is there a time where you failed and, and you had to pick yourself up and her answer was interesting. she said, uh, you know I don't know how to answer that because I don't really look at uh, hurdles and things like that as failures. every time something fails, I learn something from it, um, and that seemed to be an overarching theme, and I think you know whether you're looking at business in general or um, the mobile sphere, there's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of testing that large companies can do that small companies just can't do. Um, And so if you just look at failures as, as a way of testing things out and, you know, pulling back before you spend all of your money, I think that's a good thing.
1: So how many panels did you guys go to over three days?
6: Yeah, actually, uh, they're, speaking of Vegas Tech, Rick and Ethan Duggan, they had a uh, one of those 2020 panels, and it was called Never Too Young, Build a Startup with Your Kids. Um, and Ethan uh, has come up with quite a few apps on his own, and he even launched one um, at the panel. And uh, just to see that was inspiring um, for myself. I have two children of my own, and, you know, uh, sometimes you get into that rut where, well, they're in school let them focus on that um, this you know, kid he uh, even created one where if you see uh, one of those vanity license plates you can take a photo of it or just recreate it on the app and share it on Facebook share it on Twitter um, and do almost like a poll hey what do you guys think this means <laughs> you know because sometimes those are pretty hard to figure out um, I thought that was really inspiring though Um I don't know, Dylan. Did you see any uh, live launches or anything like that, other than?
7: Um, I I didn't catch any launches of any products. Um, I know that they were doing because of because South by Southwest was around this time. They um, some people from the Vegas tech community um, scheduled a startup weekend for that same that same weekend. Um, and so that was pretty interesting to see kind of the overlap of people launching products, getting really excited about South by Southwest come here. So launching their products and then coming to South by Southwest to like get feedback on them, start, start that learning process. And just like you said earlier, like failing or coming up with new ideas or going through, figuring out their company that's like literally just started that weekend and getting, going to all these panels and learning so much crammed into one small weekend that they can kind of continue with their startup weekend project. So that was the, that was mostly what I saw in terms of like launching of mobile products.
6: Cool. Yeah. And you, so you did go to startup weekend.
7: Um, I wasn't able to make it work was tearing me away. Um, but I was kind of following along through Twitter and through Facebook and um, just kind of signing up for some of the different services um, that I saw come up and um, yeah, just kind of, being a part I th- of it as much as I could. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the weekend was,
6: was great uh, overall. Um, the one thing that I did uh, uh, quite enjoy was all of these people from all over the world, uh, Europe, New York, uh, Florida, um, all of them telling me, wow, I had no idea that this Vegas tech scene and the downtown project and all this stuff is going on. And uh, you know, we, the two of us, we live here, and so we see it day in and day out. Um, you never really think about the fact that it's not really advertised anywhere and people don't really know about it. Um, so I'm actually glad that South by Southwest did this little annex here.
7: Yeah, and I gotta, you got to give uh, props to Gabe Shepard for that because he started this like over a year ago working with South by Southwest for us as a Vegas Tech community to go to the Austin South by Southwest and then kind of teaming up with them. Even after that, to bring it here. So um, give him huge props for that. Definitely, definitely. And this week um, came out,
6: uh, I think, better than anyone expected. So uh, let's go to break real quick. Um, And uh, after the word from our sponsors, we'll come back and we'll actually talk a little bit more about Dylan's work.
5: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
4: Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at FangDigital.com. That's F-A-N-G-Digital.com.
3: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com.
5: Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts.
6: And welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari from Assurance Advertising.
1: And I'm Kim Dushinsky with Mobile Marketing Profits.
6: Again, we have Dylan from Rummager with us here today. Hello. Uh, so, so Dylan, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, work in the mobile sphere, and uh, we can go from there.
7: Yeah, so um, I guess it, also, it kind of started um, when I was working at Zappos.com. I was working there for a number of years, um, doing mostly front-end web development, not really um, the kind of mobile space, but uh, a friend of mine who was also working at Zappos, he was big into building the Zappos iPhone and iPad um, apps. And so we were just interested and as developers we had to kind of like talk about what we're up to and stuff like that and I always kind of knew we wanted to work together and we we're at the same time the Vegas tech community was starting up and we were helping to organize the uh first startup weekend here in town and I kind of had this idea for a mobile product that because I had the pain that um I was moving out of a friend's house and um, needed a way to sell a lot of the stuff that I didn't want to move. So there's all that stuff you you want to take with you, but then there's all that other stuff that you accumulate over the years and just want to get rid of. And um, being a developer, I'm too lazy to have a, a garage sale, and so I started using the Internet to sell all my stuff. And that worked pretty well, but it wasn't quite what I wanted. And so at that startup weekend, I just pitched the idea for this kind of mobile way of selling stuff to your friends and neighbors. And, um, yeah, came together with a couple other guys over that weekend, and we all just kind of built this really interesting product by the end of that weekend. Um, what, was that 2011 or...? Uh, yeah, middle middle 2011. Cool. And
6: so um, from developing to, uh, you know, uh, hiccups in the code to... Uh, just marketing the app itself uh, what kinds of um you know tips or um uh, suggestions would you have for our listeners who are thinking about uh, creating apps of their own
7: yeah um so definitely have a lot of a lot of tips and suggestions and things I've learned trial by fire over the <laughs> over the last year and a half um like just like any business um a mobile company, just because you're an iPhone application doesn't mean you have to just think about development and not think about your, your business as a whole and that it's just going to grow like Instagram and you're just going to sell to Facebook for a billion dollars. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that are go into building apps and having app ideas and all this kind of stuff, they, they don't really take it as serious as a normal company um, because it's just, it is it's, or it's fantasized that it can be as easy as just deploying it in a weekend and then blowing up in a couple of weeks and you're just rich. But I think a big thing that we've learned is that even with a mobile product, the development is really key to making our our product, like our differentiated product, I guess, like being this mobile great way to kind of discover garage sales around you and purchase items from real people that live close to you, that's our, that's our big thing. We still have to get out and reach those people, and we can't just rely on technology alone. So a lot of it is us figuring out, like, how do we kind of get outside of the building and not just sit behind our desks and uh, write code all day and design things, but how do we get out and really get in front of people and uh, build a community around our, around our brand and our product? And, um, that's been, that's been one of the trickiest things for us. And maybe it's because we all come from development backgrounds, but, um, it's been really tricky and therefore it's been really fun to learn how to do all that kind of stuff. Because I, I just like me and my co-founder and our employee, like we just interested in learning new things. And this is like so far outside of our comfort zone that it's been really fun to, to learn how to like go door to door and get people to sign up for your product and, go to garage sales and talk to them about their pains that they're having and how we might be able to, to solve those pains. So it's just been a really interesting experience. I, I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was in 2011, just from the experiences that I've had over the last year and a half. And so definitely doing offline
6: uh, marketing and um, just talking with people is very, very important. Um I mean, how, how many apps are on the App Store or the Google Play Store? I
7: mean, it's oh man. saturated. Yeah. There's like close to, oh, I, I can't even. Yeah, it's, There's like 700,000 the last time I checked, which was a long time ago. Yeah. You know, I was probably. I was talking yeah. to uh, Jimmy Jacobson of Wedgies uh, at South by Southwest, and he was saying oh, nice. it's
6: almost like, uh, you know, eBay eBay is so huge now that there's almost you know I mean quite literally no uh you can't really expect your product to go on the homepage. And that kind of thing yeah. was possible in 2005 but now it's just, just impossible. Um, yeah, things, I mean you can't just startups, build them.
7: Yeah, startups they're it's just a different way of thinking and I think um who was it? One of, the, one of the really smart guys in like startup marketing, he says that um, startups aren't small versions of big companies, they're completely different kinds of companies where you can't just replicate what a big company does and think that you'll grow that way, as well as big companies can't really act like small startups. Um, they're just, they're just two totally different beasts and you have to treat them as such or um, or you'll fail. Mm-hmm.
1: So I have a question for you, Dylan. Um, you, you've sort of mentioned having great ideas, solving some pain, then you went into development and then marketing. What's the percentage of the time that you spent on each of these things? So, you know, the idea compared to development compared to marketing.
7: So the idea was literally a weekend, um, the startup weekend, I came in with the idea of saying, hey, I I have this problem, I need to sell my stuff. Um, Like, I I want uh, some people to come help me figure out a a solution to this. So over the next couple days, we just whiteboarded out a ton of different solutions, like interesting ways that we can use the mobile technology to solve this problem. Um, Mm -hmm. And then probably until our first beta launch, it was about three months until we had um, the full working um, product. And that was like working in our off time from Zappos. So from like 5 p.m. to midnight or two in the morning or something like that. Um, And there was a lot of different systems to get in place there. So, yeah, it took about three months after the um, initial idea of it. And then, yeah, and then a lot of it is just kind of growing through there, iterating on the product from that time. So, um, when we initially, or when we kind of get did our um, release of the app outside of beta uh, in February of 2012, that was that was when we started really trying to go out and get um, get users and start the learning process of user acquisition and customer development and that kind of stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. i found over the years that in most sorts of businesses and i would assume mobile apps are the same that that business owners tend to uh misunder or misrepresent to themselves or um, um, i guess the word is they underestimate that's it they underestimate Mm -hmm. how much time is needed for marketing
7: um oh yeah (laughs) no definitely i think i think that's uh, I think you're spot on with that like we were the same way. We thought we could just, if we had a a good enough viral loop in our product where people would just share it with each other, that we didn't have to do any marketing. And mm-hmm. and still, like I think I think for a startup with a limited runway and like to a startup that hasn't reached kind of that profitability mark or found their their real business model yet, I think you have to be careful with marketing, like. A lot of times, I hear people talk about, "Oh, just spend money on marketing." Like it's some black box that you just put money into and, like, magically users come out. Come out of. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not how it works either for us, like, or for anybody. Really, it's when you say, "I need to," we need to ramp up our marketing. Well, that could be content marketing, so starting your blog and really working on your SEO, or that can be like paid advertising, where you're doing Facebook, Twitter, Google ads, that kind of thing. Um, and and it all just depends on your product too. So for us, we don't do a lot of um we don't do a lot of like advertising kind of marketing or stuff like that because we, we're trying to be scrappy and trying to like keep our runway is keep the money that we have to, to last us as long as we can. And so that's the interesting thing about startups is they can find um kind of interesting differentiated ways to do really cheap marketing. Um, and especially for us, very local marketing, um, since we're located here in Vegas, we're really just trying to grow Vegas. Um, and so it's, it really helps us focus in on like where and how, and how much we can spend on this kind of marketing thing that we're just like learning how to, how to, um, how to do. And it's really tough, but, um, yeah, it's just so much learning every day that it's fun. (laughs)
6: Great. Well, uh, I think that's a great place to go to our last break, uh, and then we'll come back and close out the show. Um, So, yeah, we'll be right back.
5: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
8: Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm
4: the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend certifiedknowledge.org as your one-stop shop for
8: all your PPC needs. Learn, optimize, connect. Be smart. Go to certifiedknowledge.org now. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page1Power. Page1 Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. Join the thousands of search and social media marketers at one of the largest events of the year. SES San Francisco 2013. September 10th through the 13th. Learn more at sesconference.com. Check out Daily Meet the Expert Roundtables, where you can take part in intimate and informative discussions with industry icons. Add over 70 sessions, a crowded expo floor, on-site training at the ClickZ Academy, and WebmasterRadio.fm Search Bash, and you'll have SES San Francisco 2013, September 10th through the 13th. Register for SES San Francisco 2013 by clicking on the banner ads from the WebmasterRadio.fm website, or go now to SESConference.com
5: mobilizing your marketing efforts welcome back to mobile presence on webmasterradio.fm here are your
6: hosts and welcome back to mobile presence presented by skywire media my name is shahab zagari with assurance advertising
1: i'm kim Dushinsky with mobile marketing profits
6: so, uh, the last uh, topic we were talking about is marketing and advertising and how you can't just necessarily throw money at the wall. Um, I think that's a great point, Dylan. I, I think strategy is everything. Um, and, uh, you know, whether it's in the mobile sphere, uh, whether it's an app like Rummager or just creating a mobile site itself, I think that's really important. One last question that I did want to ask you is um, so unlike uh, eBay, where they take a percentage of every sale, um, it looks like you know Rumger is almost like a Craigslist or a classified where people just kind of list things. Uh, do you
7: have a plan in the works for monetizing the app in some way yeah so um, we're we're starting to go down that road, so we've grown big enough and Uh, people are using us as part of their daily lives in a lot of ways. And so um, during our kind of customer development, which is basically me, uh, when somebody will post like a real garage sale on Rumger, I will get in my car and drive to their garage sale and say, hey, thanks for posting (laughs) on Rumger. I'm Dylan, one of the co-founders. And so I'll just strike up a conversation with them um, as well as just email people every day saying, hey, can we meet up for coffee? I'd love to get 30 minutes of your time and just talk about Rumger and what you like and especially what you don't like. And a lot of the thing I hear is that, um, people are going to, they're, they're paying cash, but they're going to the ATM or they we see in the comments that people don't have, um, people don't have change and they need to like break change. And so a lot of times there's, there is this kind of problem with money going back and forth as well as a lot of people have made a pretty significant amount of money using our service, um, just from selling their stuff, and they have literally said to me, "Why aren't you guys handling the payments? Like, why we want to give you a cut of the money that we've made?" And so that's that that was incredible to hear from our own users of them wanting to pay us money, <laughs> um, and so now we're we're really focused on kind of bringing that aspect of it where we can. We can just take care of so many um, take care of so many issues by just removing the money piece from the the cash exchange from the entire process. And just make it as easy as tapping a button, and you've paid the person. Um, so, like, think of like Airbnb or something like that, where you don't go to their house and give them cash. It's just it's all handled through the um, through the system, and you can do. Chargebacks or refunds or anything like that really really easily Um, and so I think mobile payments has come a really long way already but I think it's going to be absolutely huge in the future.
6: Mm -hmm. I think uh, another cool feature would be uh, you know whether or not they want to you know pick it up or pay for shipping (laughs) you know okay Mm -hmm. you know what no you live in the same city ship it to me (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be at Starbucks. Or your garage, you know? Yeah.
7: So, yeah, we, we've also thought about doing, like, um, like, drop-off locations and involving local businesses where maybe a local business will say, I'll hold this item, and then the person can come up and, like, show them their phone, and maybe they'll, like, get a coupon for free coffee or something like that. But um, kind of utilizing, since we're a very local company, utilizing all the awesome local businesses that we have here to, like... Help help with that process of yeah they'll just like hold something behind the counter and you can come pick it up. Obviously they can't hold like a refrigerator or a couch or anything like that, but um, for a lot of smaller items, it, it'd be a it'd be a great convenience for people. Yeah, I think
6: that's a great idea actually.
7: Um,
1: well, and you do know that at some point people are going to be talking about oh my gosh, remember when Dylan came to our garage sale? <laughs>
7: Yeah, I hope so, but we'll have, to, we'll, have to get, we'll have to get a lot more people first so, so we can stay around for years and years and years.
6: Well, uh, again, uh, Dylan, I just wanted to thank you um, for uh, coming on the show today. Again, yeah. it's Dylan Bathurst, and he's CEO of Rummager, Sorry. and that's rummager.com if you want to check it out. Um, also, just want to remind everybody out there, check the Facebook page, facebook.com slash mobilepresence, uh, don't forget, you can search Mobile Presence on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, or you can download the Webmaster Radio um, mobile app from the iTunes Store or Google Play Store. Again, thanks for joining us uh, this week on Mobile Presence presented by Skywire Media. I'm Shahab Zagari. You can tweet at me at Assurance Agency or check out our portfolio on assuranceadvertising.com. And Kim, how can they contact you?
1: Well, thank you, Dylan, for being on the show as well. I really love Mm -hmm. your um, take on mobile apps being a business. That was great. Uh, People can reach me at mobilemarketingprofits.com, and uh, I've got all my social media things hooked up there.
7: Great. And Dylan, how can we get into contact with you? Um, Yeah, so thank you, Shahab and Kim, for having me on the show. I I really appreciate it, and it's uh, really great to talk to you guys. Um, I can be reached through Dylan at Rumger or... Twitter.com slash R-U-M-G-R or Twitter.com slash Dylan Bathurst, just my first and last name. Um, so yeah, just go to rumgr and you'll you'll end up in my inbox. So Nice. Great. Well,
6: again, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next week. And don't forget, test, learn, and implement.